So, Brent, what yeah. do lions, Russian oligarchs, and no theaters have in common? Uh, they were all... Say that one more time. I'm already, I'm already ruining this. It's what, a lot. What do lions, Russian oligarchs, and no theaters have in common? Uh, boy, they were all, including lions, destroyed by deadly pandemics? <laughs> were lions destroyed by a deadly... All of them. A lot of people don't know this. All lions are actually dead. We'll have a link to the yeah. uh, a charity fund for the dead... For the lions. For the dead lions. Mm-hmm. Specifically only towards the dead lions, not the live ones. <laughs> But no, Adam, what do they have in common? They all have to do with Macbeth. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And uh, no theaters, obviously, in reference to Throne of Blood, which is today's episode. Yeah. You know, that's the style of Japanese theater that uh, Kira Kurosawa was heavily inspired by for his, uh, his rendition of Macbeth. Mm-hmm. Russian oligarchs. Uh, Kenneth Bragnaugh was a Russian oligarch in uh, oh. in Tenet, and Kenneth Bragnaugh is very well known for all his Shakespeare roles, especially, well, not especially for Macbeth, but he did do a theater run of Macbeth. He he did Hamlet, which was Hamlet, the, right? Hamlet, yeah. and then I think King Henry the Fifth. Yeah, I That's... think it, those were the movie runs, but Macbeth it was his yeah. uh, was in stage. Stage, yeah. Okay. Then Lions, you know, Lion King, baby. Oh, my Lion God. Lion King is a Macbeth um, sort of um, reference. I mean, it was loosely yeah. based on Macbeth, yeah. How did I forget that? Holy shit. Yeah, you're mm. totally right. Because I, I was going to come in here and say, like, I, I'm i just a total plebe to Shakespeare, uh, to the works of Shakespeare, which I, yeah. I still stand by. I totally am. There's, I mean, that's not, like, who can blame you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, like yeah, it's hard to be like an expert at Shakespeare. And and yeah, because the thing is, like uh, in high school, I mean, they they fucking just throw Shakespeare at you. They fucking just just lob that shit at your head. Like every yeah. semester, there's a new Shakespeare story, and it's it's honestly like I wanted to be into it, and I think I kind of got into. Um, I want to say it was Julius Caesar. Yeah. Is that what he was even called? Um, I, I think, think it was, just, yeah, I think it was, was it just, I don't know, Caesar, something like that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I got kind of into that one. There's a lot of like uh, backstabbing quite literally and stuff like that that I was kind of into in there. And mm. it is kind of like violent, which, you know, as a as a high school boy, you're kind of like, whoa, that's cool. kind of neat. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, honestly, it was, it was the prose was just such a high... Uh, barrier to entry for me for uh, well for, for any of us for anybody yeah I mean like I remember fucking reading those plays and I couldn't tell you what the fuck was happening yeah and how the way they structured their like words and whatnot and apparently he's the founder of modern English which. It seems to me yeah. a bunch of bullshit, but <laughs> I mean, he created no, he the created word. Modern, yeah. Like he, he created a bunch of words like assassin. I always mm-hmm. remember he created. It's a, it's a good, he word. made film the word film. Are you serious? Yeah. That's wild. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. 
Um, I forgot what it was in yeah. reference to. Maybe it was just like the letter, literal like film, like you know, a mm-hmm. substance film. Yeah. How the fuck? A film of how, something. Let's just go down Shakespeare route. How the fuck did this guy <laughs> do all that crazy shit? Yeah. And why is it a conspiracy theory? <laughs> I think I, I know very little about this, so let me go on and, and talk about it. Uh, <laughs> you know, what you come to this we podcast are, for. Yes. Uh, no, but I think the conspiracy is is very much that. It's like, how the fuck did this guy write so much and how is it so fucking good? And I, I think mm. it's it's I don't even think it's really as extreme as a conspiracy theory anymore. I yeah. think it is accepted amongst certain circles that it was like a, a troop of people. It was like a group. There's that, this, yeah. yeah, that's one. Mm-hmm. Like there's the warring, there's like two fact. There's like, there's like factions of Shakespeare theorists. I look, I had yeah, a little bit yeah. of a deep dive. Into okay. It. I mean, yeah, dude, if you know some more about this, I'm fascinated. It's only this. because like the witness, one of my favorite games of all time references, like the okay, yeah. Shakespeare mm-hmm. and, um, and I also when I went when I went on my Euro trip, I went to England and I wanted to see Shakespeare's grave. Mm-hmm. And I was like looking at all like the clues that like conspiracy theorists. Like I was looking, it was kind of fun to like just kind of look around yourself. It's a, it's like a, your, yeah, yeah, it's like your own little national treasure yeah. adventure. Yeah. And his 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 grave. I mean, the the grave is like really small because they're small people, I guess back then. But <laughs> because they're small people, that's why the grave. Yeah, that's so funny. Like, well. Yeah. Was he, I don't, I don't know the answer to this. Like, was he a huge deal when he died? Maybe he wasn't. So they kind of like plopped him in a fucking like tiny little grave. I don't know. I I don't know if they, that's, that's the thing is like, you don't know if that was the right, like Bill Shakespeare, you know, there's, there's some theories that like, cause the, the, where I went was called Stratford upon Avon, which is the village. I've heard, yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah that uh Shakespeare supposedly you know grew up on and then I went over to his house you know and oh. um did you see had, like lines from Hamlet like scribbled into the <laughs> into the frame of the house no i mean like to me like you you go there and it's kind of just like i don't know you don't really feel like Shakespeare was there in a way, mm. weird way i mean like i'm i'm not i'm not saying that's anything substantial yeah yeah but I remember maybe just because I have a preconceived bias about it, but like I remember asking the tour guide because I was like, hey, "Does he know about all the things I know?" <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I at, like he was saying something about like how his books were like some other family had bought in the house, and then the books were because like he had a fucking library of books. Like, there's no way he wouldn't. This guy yeah. is like a fucking. His vocabulary is insane, so of course he's going to have a huge library. Yeah. So I asked him, like, where where is his library? Like, why don't we have, why don't we see his books? Yeah. And he's like, That's well, they're question. probably with the family that bought the property. And I was like, I don't know. This is, uh, this is sus. Kind of a kind of this a bad answer, sus. honestly, because that should be yeah. It's like, like that's literally, the first place I'd go. That's the building yeah. blocks of our language, basically. His library, if you are to believe, yeah, the you know the mostly believe kind of romantic idea that mm. this guy wrote all of these stories and 
Hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm getting a call from. Uh, oh, oh shit! From Kenneth Branagh. And oh my god, Brad is on the line. He's he's telling me that I will never work in Hollywood ever again. Wow. Holy shit. And the fact that I even worked in Hollywood to begin with is quite the compliment, Kenneth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's very... Uh, how do you have your phone number? You know, go, go ahead and put him, put him on loudspeaker. Okay. Um, and, uh, yeah. Hello? Is this, is, this, is this director showdown? Adam Dolphin, is that you? Hello? Brent? Carol? Hey, Kenneth. Hey Kenneth, I I, I expected you know, uh, you're I on honest, live right now, so just, yeah, I expected you know. a like very thick Russian accent. I guess just because Adam and my my podcast host here, whose number you have. Oh, you think I uh, uh, you think I was so good at that accent? Well, that's just how I sound so, like all the time, eh? I I, I did. I, I expected you to sound like a scary Russian man, <laughs> uh, and you kind of sound like a like a wimpy little British gent. Well, you will ne- you will never work in Hollywood again, Brent Carroll. And I will get. Re- I will talk to. We got to talk to Ken. <laughs> I don't know if there was a ton of. I fear will of talk that. to Walt Disney. Oh, oh boy! I know him personally. He's not dead, like everyone oh thinks he is. Oh my God! Wow. Yes. And and he he personally oversaw the uh, post production of Artemis Fowl. I assume correct. Look, when it, I only talk in Russian accent. Oh my when God! I when you're pitching foul, yeah. Artemis Fowl, my yeah. number one Disney Plus movie, streaming now. Yeah, they are still Disney heavily Plus. advertising it. Yeah, because it is a big hit that everybody does love. Ken. Um, yes. Anything yeah. else you'd like to ask me about uh, Artemis oh, Fowl? Yeah, we got Kenneth. Uh, I forgot his last name. All of it. Ken, what's your last name? <laughs> Brana, Brana, yeah, that's right. Um, you see, God, we you got Brana on the line. Wa- you waste my time. I need to, I need to uh, put oh, okay. on my my sandals. Uh, my, oh, my feet are getting too cold. Okay, you're you working see? on your next uh, your next hit. You're working on Death of the Nile. Your your hit follow up to your murder yes, the mystery. Death of the Nile is is, is another m- murder mystery. Oh uh, boy, I can't wait! I can't Gal Gadot's and it's going to be great. Yeah, she's she's a wonderful lady. She's very beautiful. Well, Ken, yeah. I'll be honest with you. I don't know how uh, you got Adam's number. I don't know how you knew. I don't know if your your ears were burning when we were talking about Shakespeare or you or something. But uh, we're gonna have to let you go, bud. Um, I'm yes, excited well, for you Nile. know, if if you ever if you ever need you know to call me about uh, you're, Artemis you're Fowl now. and okay. um, yeah, <laughs> if you ever want to if you want to do an episode, <laughs> yeah, episode, you, you're losing. Right. You can are you evaporating? <laughs> uh, okay, we lost listen, Ken. Listen. I think we <laughs> lost Ken. Um, His last words were: "If if we want to do if you yeah. if, if you want him on the cast." Because mm-hmm. I'm seeing what his secretary sent me, and he's, he's oh said, my god, they work quick over yeah, there. Yeah, he said that if if you're ever to do an Artemis Fowl episode, you know he could be on the cast. <sighs> is that crazy? Thanks, Kenneth. Wow, that is exciting. Other than that, we won't work in Hollywood ever again. Yeah, I mean, if 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 Branna gives you the call, it's it's game over. Branna runs the whole. It's either game town. on or game over. Yeah, and it's it sounds like he shut us down. He's got that Artemis Fowl money. He's he's coming hard. He's coming he's coming at us hard. <laughs> uh, well, that was a treat. Uh, I'm very glad well, that yeah. he called. Yeah, thanks, thanks, Ken. Um, 
Yeah. But, you know, Shakespeare is something that is just so central to... Mm -hmm. You could say it's a central tenet. God, yeah. Of... uh, what you were gonna say of uh <laughs> of storytelling you know like every yeah. like i don't think we'd have we probably wouldn't have cinema if it wasn't for shakespeare right i mean that is just the perfect segue yeah. to something that i have up here on my laptop right now <laughs> uh which is uh i looked up Macbeth adaptations yeah you would not fucking believe, Adam, how many... Can I... Okay, okay. Let me see. Oh, shit. Are you going to guess? Let me, get, let me guess. get a number here. Yeah. Uh, da, 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 are we doing over-under or what are we... Uh, price is right rules, I suppose. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, okay. I guess guess one and yeah. then you'll get it. <laughs> uh, ju- okay, I... Yeah, I have a figure. Yeah, okay. I'm going to say... I'm going to say mm-hmm. 33. Uh, is that too much? That's very close. My count, which is kind of a little off because of the way that Google you know, yeah. is setting them up here, is about 36 to 37. Whoa, I got real fucking close. You got huh? real... Fo- that's, if we're doing Price is Right rules, you fucking... I fucked off. Aaron pulled it. You yeah. fucking got it. You're running up there on stage. I fucked over Jeff, who just guessed one, the fucking asshole. Yeah, exactly. See, those motherfuckers try to game the system, <laughs> and then like so some real clever guy like Adam comes along, they just they they fuck. Just him up. get the price right, bitch. Yeah, exactly. That's, like, that's the name of this show. I gotta come on here and fucking disrespect <laughs> Carl's Barker. beautiful work that he's doing. Carl, Carl Barker, right? Isn't that his name? I thought it was Bob Barker. Bob. Carl Barker. I was like, speaking Who's of Carl? disrespect, Jesus Christ, Bob, the legend Barker. Did he? Is he alive? I don't know, but I know it's I Drew. Isn't it Drew now. Carey now? Is the the new one? Drew Carey. I've seen. I've seen some of uh, of Carey's. Uh, wow, is he? Is he, he is alive. He's ninety seven. Way to go, legend. Bob! Killing it, killing it. God, what a what a good guy. Um, no, but yeah, I wanted to bring this up because. You're absolutely right. It's like in something that I'm seeing here that um, gets to that it's so like Shakespeare is so tied to storytelling and even cinema is like eight or nine or even more of these fucking adaptations are from like the early 1900s. Mm. Like they were literally like, okay, we got cameras. We know we we can fucking film shit now. And we what been do we doing, do? We've been doing plays for fucking yeah. centuries. What? Yeah, exactly. We've been doing Shakespeare for centuries. Let's what put one of those bad boys up. Hell get yeah. some actors. Hell yeah. And uh, put some subtitles under it because we ain't got fucking sound yet. And uh, mm. yeah, there's a ton of them. And then oh, the title cards that they would do. Uh, the yeah, where it goes to titles and yeah, yeah for those silent movies. Man, um, that must have been a fucking pain <laughs> to to make them or to watch them. Both, I guess. Both. Yeah. I mean, to imagine that like you have to see them talk and then. Mm-hmm. Then it is, yeah. Th- th- you got to read it, and then, like, for editing purposes, man, you got to be cutting a fuck ton of the film there. Yeah, because they'll, know? yeah, they'll do a thing where they like show the person say a full sentence, mm-hmm. and then they show the text card, yeah. and then they just cut back to it. Uh, I've only seen a, f- I'm a, I'm a bad like movie fan. I've only seen a few silent movies like uh, Nosferatu and like a couple Charlie you mean Chaplin's. The best film fan who only watches Michael Bay movies. Uh, yeah, and. Nolan and Fincher 
mm. and only uh, only good movies. I only know, good movies. I only just, Zack uh, Snyder movies. I, I humored you know some friends and watched those other ones. Uh, <laughs> no, but I wanted to talk about some of these adaptations because you know Throne of Blood is one, mm. um, and it's one that is like pretty highly praised amongst like I think uh, Shakespearean mm. historians and even like film people. Um, uh, it's like one of the better adaptations, although it's like very, I, I don't know if I'd say very different, but it seems pretty different from, you know, the classical mm. story of Macbeth. But there's, uh, I mean, there's uh, Macbeth 1971 by uh, Polanski did one. Mm-hmm. Um, you have 2015 Macbeth. Do you know about this one with fucking I Michael Fassbender? Yeah. You I saw fell, it. I fell asleep. Oh, it was beautiful, but like it, it looks good. The thing yeah. is, like, it, it's it's not that I was, it's not that I was like bored. It's just that I couldn't understand the prose again, and then I was just like, I don't know what they're talking about, you know, because it's it's like the yeah. fucking it's true to Shakespeare, and that's like, yeah. well, it's just hard to, it's like, hard I, to, I, yeah. yeah, it's hard to follow. I, like, know I don't what you mean. know what they're saying. <laughs> uh, and yeah. then there's there's a whole bunch more. The one that I am excited about, I don't know if you know about this one, mm-hmm. um, is an upcoming one called The Tragedy of Macbeth, directed by uh, Joel Cohen of the Cohen Brothers. Oh. I his first solo effort. It's interesting. Weird. He's like doing this on his own. Um, guess who it fucking stars? Did they you break know? up the brothers? Did they have a falling out? No, I don't. I don't think so. I think there was some good excuse that that they talked about, and I can't remember what it is. But do you know who's in this movie? No. This 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 cast, dude. Holy shit! Uh, Macbeth, played by Denzel Washington. What? Yeah, Lady Macbeth. Goddamn, Marge Gunderson herself, Frances McDormand. <laughs> what? Yeah. So I'm fucking stoked to see so that, that. Isn't Lady Macbeth, uh, that's his mom, right? Wait, what? That's his wife. That's his wife. Yeah, yeah. I always forget, They're like... married, yeah. I always forget, like, because I, I remember, because I saw this, you know, in Throne of Blood, mm-hmm. it was his wife, but then I thought, oh, maybe oh. Kurosawa just, like... I gotcha. I think I'm getting confused with Hamlet, because Hamlet, like, had the mom thing. That's the mom one, I think, yeah. yeah. Um, but no, yeah, this this one... That yeah, that just sounds so fucking exciting to me to see like them to do, and I wonder if uh, Joel Cohen is going to is, yeah, is keep it, it accurate to. He's got to change it up, well, right? What, like he's got to make it. What's the time period? Um, the tragedy of Macbeth is an upcoming American black and white film. Uh, it will be like is it a see. period piece or is it modern? I think it's still a period piece. I assume. Uh, I don't know. Like, I don't think they have said, but I assume it'll be, maybe it won't. That's more exciting. I guess if it's not even anyone do a future Macbeth, like a cyberpunk Macbeth. Well, well we the Coen brothers doing that would be odd. Well, yeah, but, I'm not, I'm not saying they should do it. I'm just saying, Oh, somebody, somebody. That'd be cool. Someone will. Um, I mean, shit, if you're going to do lion King and it's basically Macbeth, like why stop there? Yeah. Fucking cyberpunk. <laughs> Macbeth, that sounds great. Mm. But um, yeah. Lion King was only loosely because it's like it was pretty loose, yeah. Because it's about Simba, and no one. I mean, like, you know. Yeah, this one doesn't even doesn't really. They, talk, they don't yeah. even have their kid. Well, all, yeah. well, they don't talk about the the heir, the true heir, because yeah. like they have 
they have him referenced in the movie because um, his buddy Miki, yeah, his yeah. son is alive and was told you know he's going to be the the leader or the ruler. That's right. And they yeah. in the movie like he doesn't he doesn't really have much airtime honestly. You know. Yeah, he's hardly in it. Um, but he he ends know. up getting it anyway. You know. Yeah, that's true. As as is foretold, it's it's like Throne of Blood is like if we just watch Scar's movie. I was I was just gonna say so like I was like well looking at Lion King, it is Macbeth, but it's like from Miki's perspective or from uh, whatever his, his son. Yeah, uh, I think I had his name here. The son is Banquo. Banquo. Yeah. Um. So it's from the son's perspective, basically, which is kind of a wild idea for an animated children's movie like i'd be fascinated to read about the making of that movie and how they Mm. decided on that like let's flip Macbeth, just like a wild way i am you know Mm. let's just uh (laughs) yeah i'm gonna i had to retroactively correct myself on the beginning of this podcast because lion kick was based on hamlet not a Macbeth. God damn it. Well, I that, feel like I we like, okay. are smart boys who stumbled into <sighs> a fun. I always confuse Hamlet and Macbeth anyway. Yeah. They're like, they're similar. Sh- they're like similar shit. All right. Hamlet yeah. is about some fucking guy who wanted power. Yeah. And his mom's telling him, you should go get it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe a hot take Shakespeare, a little one note, maybe. A little, uh, little uh, redundant there, okay. Mr. Spear. Luis, audio engineer, please insert Adam is incorrect about this at the beginning, and it will be found out later on <laughs> the podcast. Just, Just so we record a voiceover that said uh, what Adam is about to say is, is wrong. wrong. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll correct it like we just yeah. did here again. Because then I don't want our, our, our Shakespeare fans of the podcast just yeah. turn it off. We probably got a lot of Shakespeare heads out there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. I feel I'm embarrassed. But at least, you know, <laughs> I made an attempt. Yeah. Well, you you uh, you corrected it and you workshopped it live. Yeah. You know, we're doing our best here. Um, but <laughs> what was I going to say? Uh, yeah. So this movie... Based on Macbeth, it comes uh, a few years after Seven Samurai. Um, Everything that I kind of read about it talked about how Kurosawa was only going to produce this movie. And uh, basically, it's, you know, the budget started kind of getting out of control. So they were like, Kurosawa, you got to fucking come in and like land this thing because it's kind of getting at it like the, you know, our estimated cost of this thing is getting massive. So we need a pro like you to come in and just like, you know, kind of land Boot it ship. out. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like get it, get it going. Uh, and, and he did. And, uh, yeah. And it sounded like he got really hands on and like wanted to, um, like they filmed a lot of this movie and built the sets on goddamn Mount Fuji. Yeah, is that heard cool? About this? Yeah, I yeah. saw that on the dock. You, yeah. you were, you were there. You seen any of the game, the, the Game of Thrones? Yeah, <laughs> the Throne of Blood sets. You see any of them? Uh, no, but you know, like cool. now that I think about how it looked, it does look very similar to what I saw at Mount Fuji because it is. Yeah, it's Mount Mount Fuji. Yeah, because there's because like the the big dirt mounds and like that. That's a thing, like on the the mountain. Yeah. Like, there's just, like, 
dirt patches with no vegetation on some hmm. parts. I think it's just because it is cold. It gets colder up the mountain. Yeah, you know. And it was it was was it pretty foggy when you were there that time of the year? Um, no. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Actually, yeah. It probably it just was, different sections. Of it different was sides. foggy. There was there was a one. Yeah. One foggy like section for Uh-oh. sure. Nice. Which was really cool. It's like you felt like you were walking through a cloud, you know. Yeah, yeah. that's that's what I love that he kind of like utilized filming there in this because it's so much real fog, which sounds like it was the way they talk about it, it was is that it was just like a huge pain in the ass. Um because it's it's like planning for weather anytime. You have when, to be ready to fucking go, yeah. Yeah, it's just it's always kind of chaos because everybody's kind of sitting around like waiting for the right conditions. Um and it, uh, yeah, he uses it really well in this movie. It like has a really good thematic use in this movie. Like the scene that's literally on in the background, I think, um, I was wondering why it went on for so long. And then when it kind of cleared up, you know, when the two guys, which we'll go back and set up what's going on, but, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jesus, what's Macbeth's name in this? Uh, uh Lord, uh, hold on, something. Uh, Washizu. Washizu Washizu is Macbeth in this movie um, You know This is after they see the forest witch We're going to talk about her, him I'm not sure what is going on there We're going to talk about that for like 45 minutes Because I love all that shit mm. um, And yeah And then they like head out from there And then they're like riding through all this fog And it's going on for so long And then like the fog clears It's like happening kind of in the scene that's on in the background uh, and it's great. It's like this thematic thing where it's like, you know, they, their route is clear now. Like they know what they need to do because they've kind of like, like heard this premonition from this forest witch or whatever. And they like know their future basically. Yeah. So the fog good. is lifting and it's yeah. really cool. Like yeah. he uses fog in a really cool way. He uses just weather Mm-hmm. In all his movies. Yeah, that's very true, too. Yeah. I would, I mean, like, I love that he does, but man, to be a, be a crew member, just like. <laughs> yeah, must be a nightmare. Yeah. Uh, he, yeah, he used, like, he utilized, I, I think he just likes, he just likes to film, di- like, dynamic mm-hmm. environments. You know? Yeah. I guess, like, it, it, it's cool because I guess since film was a little bit more novel back then that he kind of had that sort of appreciation for just movement Mm -hmm. that I feel as though in modern cinema, like now we don't really care for. It's just taken for granted. Yeah. Yeah. Like you can have, you know, You, you like there's there's a scene in this where there's the trees are just moving in like mm-hmm. a gust of wind, yeah, and it looks really cool. Like I love that. Yeah, that's that shot's great. But you're not gonna get that in today's films. You yeah. got to have some sort of CGI mm-hmm. action stuff. Yeah, you're just not gonna dedicate you know the time to mm-hmm. show something like that, which is honestly like becoming kind of one of the things I love about watching these Kurosawa movies is just like the kind of the patience that he kind of lays out the story and like shows everything is mm. very, it's like very patient. Uh, it's like never, never slow. Like I'm not ever bored watching any of these, uh, Kurosawa movies, but it's very, um, like intentional. It feels, uh, mm. 
you know, like he's like laying it out kind of slowly and it like draws you in more, I think. Mm. You know? It's kind of like the Tarkovsky thing too, to me. Oh man, um, if there's anybody who's who loves filming for the sake of filming. <laughs> it's that it's, Russian it's motherfucker. It's that motherfucker. Like he'll yeah. he'll see beauty and fucking anything and just yeah. keep the camera there for like ten minutes and still put it on. Yeah. The film. <laughs> it'll, it'll make it in the yeah. fucking movie. Yeah. It's like I wonder yeah, I somebody this has gotta exist on He's the internet like somewhere. Extreme end yeah. of that. Yeah. Definitely. Like I wonder if somebody has counted, you know, per each director who has like the fewest cuts. If that makes sense, like editing wise, Kurosawa's got to be no, not Kurosawa. Um, Tarkovsky's got to be up there, yeah. Because it's like I feel like if well, you maybe watch, like like cutting yeah. to to cut cut length ratio or something, you know? Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. I, I think about a movie like Stalker, and I'm like, that movie only had like twelve shots in it, right? <laughs> Like each one is fourteen minutes long. Yeah, uh, but I, I like love it. It's the great. Fucking camera there, yeah. Like yeah. The, yeah, the first shot. Man, are we gonna do Tarkovsky? God damn. Dude. Only that when we yeah, when, when all we of our when, when we have negative viewers and we just say fuck it. Yeah, I'm down to. <laughs> I'm I'm down to like we'll have to do That's it our after Patreon. A huge, God. Oh yeah. Oh, That's, no. Well, we want people to subscribe so. Oh god. <laughs> that uh, is an insult. Yeah, I mean, sir. hey, I wish listen, I wish Tarkovsky gave us fucking uh, Fincher Nolan numbers, but uh I don't think we live in that <laughs> world as we're kind of learning this season a little bit. You don't honestly. think Tar- Tarkovsky could have made a John Wick film? Brent? Well, I would love to see that. <laughs> that would be fascinating. He like stares at his gun for like fucking 10 minutes. It'd be drive. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, it would wouldn't it? Is that funny? Is that funny? Isn't that that's great? funny. Isn't that great? Um <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, that's that's funny. Uh we'll have to do Tarkovsky. That'll be you know, that'll yeah, be it, I'm saying it here. Down the, Tarkovsky down the and in Bergman, dude. In Bergman, just the <laughs> not most. even, not even like Tarkovsky and somebody more marketable, yeah. but just two <laughs> unmarketable fucking guys like hey, foreign you know, directors those those they 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 are they are responsible yeah for all the good things we have today that's true you fucking unappreciative listeners <laughs> you goddamn redditors you goddamn r slash movie guys <laughs> uh oh yeah but i mean what was i gonna say about tarkovsky there well, oh, yeah. no, I was just going to say that, like, yeah, the, the length of his shots and, and, you know, in comparison, Kurosawa as well, it just like it really draws you in. And I feel like somebody like Kurosawa, like watching Stalker, that's when I kind of learn to appreciate like the a sl- like a quote unquote slow patient movie, I think. Um, mm. And it's it. Yeah. And like Kurosawa kind of like, you know, slowly kind of lays it out but it like draws you in it's it's uh it's great i love it well yeah i i think it goes back to the whole like um eastern and western like differences and sort of like storytelling mm-hmm. like eastern like russian and japanese i'll i'll put them i'll lump them together yeah and how like environment plays like a huge factor in the storytelling aspect of things like letting letting the environment around them be like a way of a breathing the the thematics um mm-hmm. 
in it as opposed to just focusing solely on like Western does like, uh, you know, dialogue driven and character, fo- which is not, I'm not going to say which one's better than Yeah. Just they're different just, philosophies. Really. Yeah. They're yeah. different. They're just different. And you can really see that Kurosawa is actually kind of a, he's kind of a, a, a sim symbiosis of both because he, he, I mean, he's inspired by Western films mm-hmm. and, yeah. uh, he does place emphasis on his uh, his dialogue, but you know you still have the Japanese like inspiration of, uh, yeah, uh, of no and yeah. N-O-H, noh, yeah, you know, like in this movie, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, on uh, actually a good a good little footnote there um, that I learned about was you know talking about Western and Eastern stuff. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Kurosawa went to England for a film festival, and he was approached um, by someone who said. Uh, uh, what's excuse? I I know this. Uh, I forgot what excuse me was in Japanese, and I knew it because oh. I used, I said it all the time in Japan when yeah. I was there. Because you know you you always say excuse me when yeah yeah I, God, I can't because you're you're some like uh, asshole American who's yeah just you don't want to yeah you yeah yeah. Uh, he he says it in Japanese. He says excuse me in Japanese, and Kurosawa turns around and it's. Is John Ford and oh shit, and uh, John Ford really enjoyed uh, Akira Kurosawa's movies. So it, and That's of course so cool. he would. Because yeah, that makes sense. He was a inspiration for there. Yeah, yeah, I mean it. Uh, not not to sound like a mm. a shitty community college like film professor here, but like <laughs> it really speaks to like the uh, like the universal. I I don't know like like. Uh, medium i guess a film that like uh yeah. that these two guys from two completely different cultures can like kind of both make works like inspired by each other and like influenced by each other and and things like that it's pretty interesting um whereas like i don't know like if you know like we're talking david lean this season too it's like i i feel like lean is a little more of the kind of western kind of philosophy in terms of like his his movie making i think Oh yeah, for you sure. Know, like, yeah. I mean, look at who he's influenced. Spielberg. Like, Spielberg is not yeah. Eastern like at all. Like, no, he's definitely, yeah. mm-hmm. definitely action focused and like let's move the plot along. Yeah, yeah. Type guy, which is, I mean, Lean, Lean does that. Yeah, but even Lean does have the uh, does kind of draw you in slowly and have like these like incredible kind of like like you said, like location being such an important thing. Like mm. he does, man, that's, that's an interesting kind of like uh, angle. I hadn't really thought too much of, but like, he's all about locations as well. Like brief encounter. You have like the little like diner is such a crucial mm. location. The train station, uh, quiet. It's, it's the goddamn bridge. It's the camp. It's like, he's, he's so like, dr- like, it, those locations influence the story so much. Yeah. Just like kind of Kurosawa does too, I mm. think, you know? Um, I think the the way the difference is that it almost feels like Kurosawa makes the, the environments like their own type of character. Like they, they're alive in a, in a way, you know? Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, all the forts, all the fucking forts. I don't even know how many There's so seen, many. Really. How many fucking forts have There's we that... seen <laughs> in all the movies that we watched with Kurosawa? Yeah. There's he's so a many fort f- man. He's a fort guy. 
It's like he's yeah. he he's like a child. He's like playing with his forts. Yeah, he's got his forts. He's got Fort <laughs> One. This yeah, this one like has like the numbered forts. Uh, now now that just sounds weird to say forts forts forts. forts. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of a crucial part of. And John maybe we should Fort. get into John Fort. Um, oh, I I don't know why I decided to interrupt you. No no no, with that's that, fun. Insane. Sh- Adam, you interrupted my fort tangent that was very <laughs> crucial and very well thought out that I was uh, in the middle you have of. A fort, are you a fort expert? Listen, I'm, I'm a bit of a fort guy. You're a fort nerd? <laughs> fort nerd. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I love the... Yeah, I mean, honestly, the fucking forts in this movie are, are great sets that they basically fully built um, because Kurosawa was like, Listen, we just got to fucking fully make these things because I want it to look real and we're going to build them on Mount Fuji. And they did. Which yeah, is just wild. they, they yeah. bought a excavator with... Uh, like the, the Marines helped y- them too, I think. Y- I read. Yeah, they, they bought it from... Yeah, from the Marines. Yeah. Um, in a local... And it was just yeah. a fucking... Just an excavator. And they're just like digging a fucking hole on, on Mount Fuji to build a goddamn fort. Yeah. And you would say, you imagine the contracts that went into that fucking See, fiasco. No, I'm thinking that there wasn't, man. <laughs> oh, just I think back you then, just yeah. fucking just show up <laughs> and you start digging all because you could. Yeah, I mean that's that's the thing that's that's a, that's a, the tangent I have now <laughs> is that there's too much goddamn contracts and red tape. Oh we can't, boy, Uh-oh. us creatives can't do jack shit. Yeah. We're just hamstrung by the... Yeah, because you'll have Mr. Lawyer Man come in and, you know... Well, when you were in Japan... Yeah. uh, You had your video camera with you, and you were like, I'm going to go and I'm going to film my little movie on Mount Fuji. And the the Japanese government called you just like Brana did. Mm. And they were like... What do you what are you thinking about? The, there's red tape here. Don't you see it? It's uh, you know, metaphorical, but yeah. we're not gonna let you film your little movie on Mount Fuji. And uh mm. yeah, only only King Kurosawa was was given that that honor, that great honor. I feel like that's true though. That's yeah. actually true. I think it as is mu- as much as you joke about it. Well, because this is post Seven Samurai, which we should like yeah. keep in mind going forward that like he had this humongous, you know, um, inter- like as big as an international hit could be in the 50s. Mm. I feel like it was like that big. Um, and so at this point, yeah, you've got to imagine that like uh, his clout in the Japanese film industry was just insane. Like he was Spielberg. He was like 70 70- like Spielberg in the '80s is like Kurosawa in the '50s. I feel. Do you, you know? Yeah. Do you feel like because Kurosawa is like responsible for really Japanese culture being something that is very relevant to mm. the international community? Like, yeah. there's you, you really you really have you you really have like the U.S. You have Japan, and you maybe have you can lump like Europe together. Yeah, I'd say South like Korea as, now a little bit. South yeah, Korea with the with the Zoomers as, as a as opposed to I mean Japan like fucking yeah. outweighs it in just 
metric tons. That's fair. You know, like yeah, it's, it's, that's it's true. Possible. Yeah. Because like Koreans kind of like you know bank off the whole Japanese thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's. Uh, yeah, I think that's. Yeah, that makes that makes sense to me. Yeah. So, Steven Steven Spielberg is kind of like. You know, Kira Kurosawa in a way, I guess, like bringing, mm-hmm. or was it Steven Spielberg? I don't know. Maybe no. Maybe John Wayne's a bigger one or something. Like I'm saying, like oh, in okay. terms of like, this is a this is America or this is Japan, and th- you know, like. Uh, see, I think I yeah. think it was John Wayne until like the '70s, until like Jaws, until you know, Close encounter shit like that, where then, then, I mean, just look at like, uh, fucking stranger things and stuff. Yeah. It's like, we're, we're now, I think we're kind of getting a little past the Amblin-y like seventies influence stuff now. Hmm. Uh, maybe not, who knows, but it, it seems like, uh, yeah, for a while there, Spielberg was like the kind of go-to like, yeah, that's the guy that we all grew up with. And I think it's, that's mm-hmm. what it is. It's like yeah. a generational, thing where like he grew up with kurosawa and ford i'm just saying like Mm -hmm. like when 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 you talk to some international person about america oh interesting they're like oh yeah yeah, cowboys you know like cowboys is like one of the biggest like things that just pop in your head you know who it probably is now honestly it's probably michael bay that's probably who the current probably yeah it was spielberg for like a couple decades Mm -hmm. um and, uh, well, yeah. like household, yeah. Household names in terms of like, if you're asking like, that'd be a, that'd be an interesting thing. Like asking like, uh, Japanese people, like who are like the American directors like yeah. or the American movies you love, you know? Yeah. And it'd yeah. probably still be some like Jurassic parks and some like, you know, jaws or whatever, but it's like with younger people, it'd probably be. Michael Bay. Um, See, I don't know. That's, that's such a fascinating experiment yeah. because then you can ask the same thing about like, you know, like as then <laughs> it, it, it's like asking them, what is your favorite anime? Almost like, <laughs> you know, oh, yeah, it's yeah. kind of funny to think about it like that. That is interesting. Yeah. Because it's like, yeah. And they're, they're, uh, you know, the list of names they pull from is as limited Maybe it's a little broader than Mm -hmm. what I was going to say is like my knowledge of, say, if you asked me about South Korean movies and South Korean directors, I'd be like Bong Joon-ho. And then they'll think of you as like a pleb. Exactly. Because like you don't know anything about like some niche like. Yeah. Or if they said Michael Bay, I'd be like, you got the wrong Michael. Toss a man in there. Get some fucking. uh, That's yeah. And they wouldn't know because like, they you know? Yeah, exactly. It's just yeah. like, uh, you know, they're in their culture and, you know, but it's interesting because now we're becoming so much more globalized that, um, the walls are kind of coming down, you know? So it's going to be, I think it's all just going to be one big soup, you know, in like 20, 30 years, it's going to be interesting. I guess so. so. I, I, yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. There's, there's some like, it could go the opposite way. It could go real fucking specialized too. I don't know. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I mean, like niche shit is getting more popular by the day. That's true, man. I mean, yeah, I've, I mean, TikTok's the future, isn't it? Um, this is where my knowledge absolutely fucking just shuts down. I I feel like yeah, I don't know. Yeah, anything I don't know what's TikTok. going on TikTok. You know, it's about it's some videos, some videos, <laughs> and they're vertical. I just feel yeah, it's like like memes, and uh, you know, it's it's just like memes. It's combinations just, of so know, many it, things. It is, 
Okay. Let me sit. <laughs> let me sit y'all down for Uh-oh. something that's completely unrelated. Okay. To Throne of Blood. Yeah. Which we've been. Well, doing we've talked. For- we've talked a lot about the movie, so it's. Yeah. It's only reason. <laughs> This will be quick. It'll be a quick little diatribe. Yeah, let's a little do it. Let's do it. vendetta. Uh oh. One might say Adam's putting on his his fighting gloves right now. He's slipping yeah. them on. He's putting his drive jacket Ooh. on. I got a, a drive. I have a hammer. You got a hammer now. Yeah. What's and up? And I'm and I'm busting. You know, iPhones. Um, <laughs> it's not fair. Oh. Yeah. We you have the Gen Xers have their time they still have their they got you know the gen x directors you know they're yeah. getting they're getting to make their movies and they're starting to get older mm-hmm. and then millennials are supposed to come in make their movies yeah where are they well they're yeah i mean that's the that you now we're talking about like the fucking the industry basically and let yeah. me tell you yeah. No one cares because everyone's watching TikToks because Gen Z oh, decided to take it over. Yeah. Our attentions. Yeah. So fuck Gen Z. <laughs> you fucking assholes because we want we were waiting for our chance. Yeah. And you decided to come in with your TikToks. Yeah. You could have just waited a little bit longer than you could have had it. <laughs> yeah. I would have been fine. You could have your stupid shit. Yeah. Your stupid little videos. Just let yeah. us have something. Your vines and your... Yeah, really, really... Uh, yeah. sh- they really shit millennials' beds, yeah, they huh? J- yeah. They really, they really uh, screwed our pooch on this one. I know. Uh, we have nothing. Yeah. What do we have? That's a shame. What do we have? Fucking hipsters? I mean, we have... <laughs> that don't exist anymore. Yeah. That is interesting to think of, like, who are the young... I mean, I, what I was going to say before you said TikTok, which you're, you're right. You're right. I, I think it's just everything is so fucking segmented down into the niche groups now. It's like, and yeah. also you don't have, I don't know, like the, you know, people talked a lot about, um, this is to a point I'm going to make here, but like Game of Thrones, when it ended, people mm-hmm. talked about how the monoculture is over now basically where they talked about like here is a thing that like as a culture we are all like sitting around that fucking campfire we're going there every week it's a huge thing amongst all ages and when that show ended a lot of people you know did say like i don't know if there's gonna be another thing like this and i kind of agree like aside from mcu you know aside from mcu you know which is just it's just you know i mean water cooler talk yeah. 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 I mean, it's, yeah. you know, Scorsese was right. They're rides, but they're fun rides. There's nothing wrong um, with rides. Yeah. Nothing wrong with rides. Nothing wrong with rides. Uh, but yeah, it, it's just, I, I think that is, I, I think they were right. And I think that everything is so segmented down to where like, you know, millennial directors and millennial creators and stuff are, they're doing shows. They're doing like miniseries. They're doing like streaming movies sometimes those will like break through and like, you know, play in theaters and be Mm. bigger things. And then they'll go on to, you know, direct an MCU movie, like somebody like, uh, Chloe Zahn or, uh, fucking, uh, who else, who else is doing one? Some, someone else, uh, they just eat you up. Yeah. You just kind of get swallowed up in the, in the system. You'll, you'll, so right now, if you're a young, inspiring, aspiring filmmaker, 
Look for the mar look for the Marvel character that you want to do your show or movie on because you know yeah. it's gonna happen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Start start uh I was I was gonna say Moon Knight, but even that's fucking gonna be even, a show. Like every every hero I'm trying to think of as like a funny little joke, like they'd never make a character off that. About They're a, doing it. How about a Jubilee show, huh? The it, Jubilee show. Uh, she shoots fireworks. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Even Polka Dot Man is going to be in fucking uh, the Suicide Squad uh, James Gunn oh movie. Oh, my God. Anyways, I got a great idea. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to open a, a TikTok. I, I don't think I can, but oh we're doing a TikTok. And it's going to be Tarkovsky TikToks, where it's just like 10 minutes long. Holy I don't know shit. if you can even do that. I don't even <laughs> know the length. I think it's a minute. I don't know. I have no we'll idea. We'll do like really. a string of TikToks where it's the same fucking clip. That is such a fucking good idea. <laughs> where it's just like... We need, we need to do that. Yeah. God damn. It's just like one mm-hmm. shot. Yeah, it's just a fucking For puddle. six minutes. It's a tunnel. Yeah, it's following a car in a tunnel, like the opening of a uh, fucking... Uh, oh, what, is it Stalker? No, oh, no it's not uh, uh, Space One. Oh, Solaris. Solaris, yeah. Yeah, yeah like where you're 14 just... 14 minutes <laughs> long. in a car. And I'm just like... Looking at my uh, looking at my clock here, Andre. I'm saying that this is what <laughs> needs to happen. Yeah. <laughs> that is truly such a good, like postmodern idea mm. for uh yeah yeah millennials start making tarkovsky tiktoks <laughs> hashtag Tars- tarkovsky tiktok triple t's man yeah. it's the alliteration uh but guys we're talking throne of we're blood like another t yeah throne another t throne of blood uh and yeah this is a movie i liked a lot and it's uh it's very good <laughs> we can start from the top i mean yeah like, sure okay uh, yeah uh so <laughs> I don't know. We didn't even do that the whole time, huh? But yeah, yeah. like it, it, it's 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 uh, our our pal our, our pal is back again. It's Mufune. Mufune is Washizu, aka Macbeth. Mm-hmm. And you know, you, you never know um, what you get with a Mufune role, dude. You you, you fucking never, never know what yeah. Mufune is gonna pop up in the movie you're watching. Yeah, that's what's so, that's why I, I love him so much. Like he yeah. is so convincing in whatever he does. Yeah, and like just thinking about just the previous movies, like he's been a different character in all of them. You know, yeah, like he, I haven't seen yeah. a similar character because he's usually known for creating the whole like rogue rogue Ronin like samurai thing yeah which is very like clint eastwood kind of western that's why i wanted yeah. to watch yojimbo because that's his like that's a yeah he's a titular role where he does that sort of like mm-hmm. you know um more taciturn and like kind of cool yeah yeah he's so fucking yeah. he hardly i my knowledge of uh mm. sinjiro and Yo, yojimbo is like he's so fucking quiet in both of those mm. Which, Which is, is not what you get in yeah. any of these that we've watched. Yeah, yeah. and I—that's why I think it, it. I think he's just so talented because he pulls off every role so convincingly. Yeah, you know, I like, mean, Seven Samurai was the one where I was ju- I was just like gobsmacked at how hmm. fucking much of a wild man he was. He's a in fucking that. wild. Yeah, he was so insane. He, I mean, yeah, he had the two. I guess. I guess. Uh, I guess. Um, Rashomon is a kind of wild man also. That two, two wild men. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. Just yeah. like total chaos energy in that movie. Hmm. 
He's more like a neutral chaos in Seventh Samurai. That's true. Wow. Yeah, he's funny. He's like a comic mm. relief character for a lot of it. Well, he was just straight up like fucking evil in Rashomon. That's yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> um, but in this, it's like uh, it's very he's very theatrical in this because mm-hmm. you know uh, Kurosawa loves Shakespeare. He he did three, I think, is what I read Shakespeare adaptations. He had this. R- r- I think it's pronounced Ron. R A N or maybe it's just Ran, uh, but that's oh I've always just said Ran, but you know I don't because I'm don't just know, yeah. like an American. Uh, yeah, but yeah. I, I guess that one is is heavily inspired by King Lear, and then he also did a, a Hamlet one. Man, I could have yeah. saved that joke for the beginning joke for that, huh? That's oh, well. you could have. It's long gone now. It's long gone. Too late. <laughs> what movie was that one called? Uh, is it? Fuck, I'm looking at his filmography now, and ah, uh, geez, I'm not sure. Is it? Yeah, I Kagimusha. Know. I'm not really sure, honestly. I probably yeah. is Kagimusha. Yeah, because yeah. that one, that one's also a big popular one as well. Yeah, yeah. that's like one of his last big kind of movies. That's uh, yeah, like the and that's why I want to talk at least one later. Uh, you know, Kurosawa is because that that becomes the era when like he couldn't get anything made, and it became like. Like Spielberg and and uh, Lucas were among some of the people that were like helping getting his movies made. Yeah, um, people were just like, "What? Why? Why are we gonna let this? Uh, you know, this guy who was a, a hit director thirty years ago make uh, some weird art movie?" And they were like, "Cause he's fucking like I'm here because of him, so let him do his shit." Yeah, like that was their big pitch. It seemed. Uh, but yeah, Throne of Blood starts with. Washizu. Washizu and his buddy. Uh, uh, I think I got it here. God, I, it's just the. Nori- strong, no, 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 we should rehearse these names before we go on the podcast. Yeah, Jesus. Uh, yeah. Is it Miki? Yeah, it's yeah, Miki. Miki. Yeah, yeah. um, they say that in the film. Yeah, Miki. And they're they're going through these, the, this labyrinth. And I, I love how uh, Kurosawa does what he did like in Rashomon, making the the forest just like a again like a labyrinth like you just don't know mm-hmm. the geography of where they're going or what's going on because it's literally yeah. called the spider spider's maze right yeah, uh, like yeah which is like a subtitle for this movie mm. uh spider web castle yeah, yeah spider, spider web. web castle yeah and they're just stuck and they're trying to um what was their mission again they were trying to like, uh, well, they were coming back yeah. from battle, basically. Battle, yeah. uh, they they had just finished a battle, and it was, um, they yeah they had taken you know their 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 lord uh, had uh, you know been at battle with these other forts, mm-hmm. and uh, you know they they were worried that they were going to get overtaken, and then they got word that Washizu and Miki. Um, basically their teams or whatever, like took the forts. And so they were coming back having conquered, you know, for their Lord or whatever. Mm. Uh, when they run into my favorite character in the movie, probably oh, by far. Yeah. The, uh, the, the witch mm. or the spirit, I guess. Yeah. Um, it's kind of a little ambiguous, like what it is. Do you know how they did the sound editing for their voice? Dude, it's fucking crazy. No, I don't. And I kept being like all all of the scenes with the spirit. I fucking love because it's so Mm. 
uh, creepy. It's so it's fucking so creepy. It's so fucking creepy yeah. for this time. Yeah, definitely. It's crazy how creepy that guy is. Yeah. I was scared. It made his, me... Yeah. Yeah, it made me want a fucking Kurosawa horror movie, honestly. I was like, yeah. man, if he made a, you know, like an artistically done Kurosawa horror movie... I would have fucking loved to see it. Like, that would have been so great. Like, the singing that spirit does is so fucking scary. Yeah. Like, ugh. Yeah, you're right. He's so comfortable. The the vocal effects. Yeah. uh, On him as well. And the fact that his, uh, his, like, face and the shit he's wearing keeps changing, right? Like, from a scene-to-scene basis, it, like, kind of kept changing. Is... I don't I know. Maybe I'm tripping. In, I, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. If, maybe that's intentional or not. I don't know. Yeah, because it was make heavy makeup, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I but, mean, like, yeah. I'll trust you on that one. I don't know. But yeah, yeah. it's really, really uh, off-putting, and mm. it's uh, yeah. And that's early on is when I was like, oh, I don't, I don't know Macbeth because this is some wild shit that I wasn't expecting. Like a yeah. couple of soldiers to like run into a Shakespeare forest. Shakespeare was witch. into. It. In, into the, the spirits and stuff. Yeah, the supernatural. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they always get, they true. always, they always give a heads up. They're like, hey, you know that thing you want to do? Probably not bad, the best idea. Mm-hmm. And then they do it anyway. Yeah. And then you know that they show listen to spirit. <laughs> you just summed up all of his works that's, in that's a very Shakespeare, concise way. Yeah. 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 Here, here's an idea. Might not be the best idea. Yeah. Oh, you did it. Mm. that's all Shakespeare, I guess. Um, but yeah, this, this spirit is like, Hey, I fucking know what's going to happen to y'all. Hmm. He says it just like that in the yeah. subtitles. And he's like, it won't even matter. Mm-hmm. It won't even fucking matter. Cause you, it's going to happen. And I, yeah. I, I love the, I wonder if this is how it was in Macbeth, but I love like how I, I love how the spirit is like, what a, it's like he's a lawyer where he, it's like technically true. He doesn't tell you yeah, like Yeah, it's <laughs> it's that old fucking yeah. like uh like it's like yeah if, if you get a genie and you wish for a thousand wishes yeah. and and then it comes back to bite you in the ass. It's like the Twilight Zone thing too. Yeah. Where it's like this oh, is what it, you wanted. It's called it's actually there's actually a phrase for that. The monkey's monkey's paw is the uh, phrase for that. How could I forget having just seen Hmm. Wonder Woman 1984? Do they reference that? In which... No, it is the plot of the movie, Adam. Monkey's Paw? Monkey's Paw paw is the plot of the movie. Oh, so made a wish and it went all wrong. Yeah, and Pedro Pascal loses his fucking mind. Kind of a loose Macbeth adaptation. (laughs) Holy fuck. Is everything Shakespeare adaptation? Everything, man. Uh, Grizel Ghoul Beaters? Ghoul Beaters was, was a loose... You know, we had some we had some spirits. <laughs> there were some spirits on on the program, Ghoul Beaters. That's true. Uh, yeah, no, but the yeah, she kind of lays out what's going to happen. She's like, "Listen, you're both going to get promotions. Uh, Washizu, aka Macbeth, you're going to become king, and then Miki, your son, is ultimately going to become the king." Yeah. That's like basically what she said. He says, right? I think they said something about like it's like commander of some tower or something. Yeah. The yeah. North Tower, I forgot, but Which, yeah. And you know, they they're excited about cuz that immediately comes true. And like the sun thing obviously doesn't happen until mm-hmm. way later. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they they're excited and they 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 
go through the fog and yeah, and then like it clears. We were about, and, yeah, yeah, um, and I I wanted to talk about. There are some really good quotes that I found. Oh kind wait, of summarized. before we move on, yeah, yeah. The, one of the best shots in the whole movie was when they were they uh, went into the hut where the when mm-hmm. the spirit disappeared. Yeah. And they walk into it, and the camera, um, it's a tracking shot, so it tracks them into the hut, and the hut disappears because you follow them into it, and they yeah. go outside, and the hut disappears. Like, the hut's not in frame because you're still tracking them because they went on the other side. Yeah, yeah. And then they step back, and the hut disappears. Yeah. And I was just like, that's a, that's such a fucking cool... yeah. A cool shot. It was insane how how, uh, yeah, dude, how he, neat it looked. Yeah, yeah, the the spirit stuff in particular mm. feels really inventive. Um and yeah, that he's like I'm 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 seeing him do some like cinematic tricks that I've never seen in a in a Kurosawa movie up to this point, where he's like trying to portray kind of like a more, you know, paranormal supernatural things than he usually does. I, I Rashomon, man, that was there's some goat ghost uh, shit. I mean, yeah, some that's fair. Shit, that's dude. very true. But he's kind of getting back into the Rashomon vibe a little bit with those spirit scenes, I think. Yeah, cuz like that that weirdo uh a priest guy in Rashomon is mm-hmm. similar to the spirit guy. That's true. Yeah. God, <laughs> how could I forget that fucking guy? I would uh, yeah. What if he's like the same actor? That would be funny. No. Oh. Yeah, I wonder not. who that actor was for the the spirit. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, but the uh, yeah, and I also love the fucking really creepy uh, shot after they're done at the hut, you know. But it's still around the hut of all of the like piles of bones. Oh yeah, and like like half buried bones. Real metal. So yeah, so ominous, uh, and it kind of fits the theme that opens the movie, where it's like giving I guess voiceover, where it talks about you know the murder by ambition. Mm. of it where it's basically like I'm telling you what's going to happen you're going to do these things and then you're going to be surrounded by like you know death basically like that's kind of like the metaphor I think that he's trying to make with it mm. um, yeah and then they then they go back to their fort and they get their promotions just as the spirit said yes. yeah and they're like well, and so shit. Mufune goes goes to his uh, his area and once you know it um, he has a ski, a scheming, a scheming wife, mm, uh, Asagi, Asagi. Yeah, yeah. Lady she, Macbeth, and she off to off to, right off the bat is just sketchy. Like I, I was yeah. like, I don't trust this one, <laughs> dude. Yeah, l- like from yeah. sentence one, yeah, it's fit. Like I didn't write down the dialogue, but it's very, it's like that manipulative. Like, well, you know, da-da-da. And tone like, of voice, just you, like yeah. how she portrayed herself. Like, she's a great actress. Like, she did let's a... give a shout-out. Uh, yeah, what's, what's her name? It is... Isizu Yamada. Yeah, she... Um, she's great, yeah. Yeah, she does such a great job in portraying this kind of devious sort of wife to mm-hmm. um, Mufune's character. And, like, it, it, it's almost... It's so tragic because, like, you... you in in a way, like I always felt like Mufune's character was like, like he had he always he always had good intentions. Like he he trusted Mike and like he was his best friend. And mm-hmm. but the way that the, the psychological manipulation by his wife, like 
yeah. really infected him and his thought processes on what he wanted to do, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's always the... Uh, the thing that I've at least heard about Macbeth is like the, and I think we even fucking read it in school. So I think I have like little pings of like memory of, of the story, but it's like, it's this one, two punch of like hearing from a, a spirit, you know, what your future is being driven towards that future. Because like, you know, that that's like your destiny basically. And then having, your your wife who doesn't have the the most moral of intentions being the voice in your ear that's like hey if you want this to happen this is how it's got to happen and then that's like the tragedy of it basically yeah know? it seems like macbeth is at the whims of other people rather than thinking of himself yeah yeah, yeah. exactly I, I wrote that down in my notes i was like it's very like free will versus uh mm. you know fate kind of this this yeah story i guess you could say um and but, ultimately you know, uh free will loses <laughs> yeah it fucking yeah it destroys uh Wishizu in the end mm. um but yeah so she's kind of like you know positioning him towards the the king uh or the lord i should say lord suzuki um and he's perfectly yeah. content with his position like he likes it he likes being loyal to the lord and like he mm-hmm. likes being the vanguard station. Yeah. And he's yeah. fine with it. Because he just got his promotion. and His wife appears to think that there's more to it than that. There's a lot more scheming. Mm-hmm. She puts scheming on the the higher-ups instead of mm-hmm. her. Yeah. Saying that they're trying to fuck him over. Yeah. You know? And That's right. Yeah. yeah. She kind of, like, poisons him against them to where... Mm. Yeah. Yeah, he really is much more tragic than, like... Uh, I guess while I was watching, I was um, a little more like, man, what the fuck are you doing? Like, why, why, why are you turning against everybody? But it's like, it really is the, you know, like he, she really turns him against them mm. uh, and fears, you know. Because like he's trying yeah. to think about self-preservation, you know, and then like he, he even, he even like, he thinks that loyalty is better than self-preservation, but she's the one who, like, convinces him otherwise, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Due to that, since they're not, since he's the only one who's being loyal, they're not loyal to him. So that's why he's he was convinced over to the other side of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and then you have the whole, you know, Miki's son thing where, you know, he's even, oh, that's him. Yeah, that's right. They do, they really do show him so, so little. Yeah. Um. But, uh, yeah, where, where it's, you know, he's very content in being like, yeah, Miki's son, you know, he will be the leader because we don't have any children. And then his wife, you know, uh, Asagi says, well, what if I was with child? And then he's like, oh, fuck, I can be, yeah, that's how it's going to play out. Like, I'm, I can, we can kill the king and then my heir will become, you know, will become he the just king. can't wait to be king yeah he just, he just can't wait to be king yeah uh uh yeah and then they put this scheme in place and they plot to kill the king plot to kill the king plot to kill the king and uh yeah and this this is kind of the moment where i was very much like oh, okay now i'm you know to bring it up again like game of thrones yeah you know, you know ambition and power 
Yeah, stuff. yeah. I, I I definitely see very much that uh that that was very uh, Shakespeare inspired. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to say throne. You know, throne of blood because it's very much honoring Shakespeare. But game game of throne of blood. Game of throne of blood. That was that was the original title for the books. He was like, it's too too much, it's too, too much too, of a mouthful. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, I mean George R. R. Martin is he probably always has a mouthful. Oh boy. You ever think, hey, you know what? Quick tangent. You think we're ever going to get the the final Thrones books? No. I mean, really. There's like two left, right? And he's like, he's not even. It's supposed to be one. That's it. I thought there were. Was it just one? I don't know, dude. I I don't keep up with any of that shit. I think it's two. I want, you know what I honestly wonder? If it's wonder? two, then it's absolutely never going to happen. Yeah, and he like told the ending to some guy who I think, and they also talked to the guy, the, you know, the showrunners. I wonder if he just thinks like my legacy is so fucking soiled that I'm just going to like hang out at home and die. <laughs> he's an old, he's old. He's old, and he's not he's a husky. Exactly, he's a husky yeah, fella too. Exactly, yeah. Not not in primo shape. I don't think his. Yeah, I don't think his legacy is spoiled. Like he, he's yeah, he's solid. Yeah, that's like true. He, he's made some really great stuff. You know, I mean, maybe he can't finish things, but <laughs> you know, maybe maybe yeah. that's okay. You know, that's all right. Maybe uh, it's like it's like is the curse. You know, yeah, because like we're not like history never finishes. Hey, oh. Leave it unopened. Let people write their own endings. Yeah. Yeah. What if, oh my God. Okay. So there's, let's say there's two more books left, right? Let's say the next one. Yeah. He finishes in like seven years, finally puts it out. And then he's like, guess what guys? The final book dropping next week. People are like, whoa, what? What Mm -hmm. the fuck? He wrote them at the same time, I guess. People go to their, you know, their midnight borders book mm. release parties, which definitely <laughs> still exist <laughs> in 2028 when this Y'all remember happens. borders? Y'all remember borders books? Y- y'all remember books? Dude, fucking <laughs> reference to uh, our buddy Nat- Natty Treasure 2 where he was at borders. Oh my uh, God, yeah. Uh, Bartha that- was at... <laughs> Bar- Bartha's, re- Bartha's at borders. Um <laughs> But no, and then, you know, yeah. people people get their copy. They're like, okay, let's, you know, let's redeem the show. You know, the, yeah. the worst finale ever. It was the worst thing that's ever been made. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm a Redditor. Um, yeah. And they open the book and it's empty. What a, what Nothing. a. <laughs> but. What? Within the book. Hmm. Is a pencil. Oh, okay. And then there's just a little signature, George R. Mar- George R. R. Martin. He signed all of them, mm. and then a little winky face. Like, he just w- wants you to write like it an emoticon or like write a- your own ending. Yeah, write your own ending. <laughs> I think that's what he's gonna do, honestly. And uh, it's, it would be better if he didn't do that and just died. Yeah, just let somebody else like <laughs> carry the goddamn. Well, that's, like, what, that's what Frank Herbert did, right? With Dune, like he just like well, said, finished, "Son, do oh, it." Gee, don't even get me started on Dune, Adam. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he finished his six mm. book series that I haven't finished all of them yet. I need to get back to them, but like everybody, uh, you know, kind of agrees it's like pretty great. 
None as good as the first book, but everybody likes them. And then it's so funny because you ask any Dune fan, uh, like, what to read or, like, what's worth reading and stuff. They're like, you know, read the first six. Uh, Don't read his shitty son's books. Oh. Because the son's books are apparently, like, all not good. They're not good? They're not good, apparently. Which is, yeah, it's a shame because it's like you're in the shadow of... You yeah, know, it's like I mean, and... I mean, it's not like, yeah, he's just in the shadow of his father. Like maybe he's actually good if you just didn't put him like compared to. I his know, dad, like if if the kid know? wasn't just like, and let me continue the legacy. It's like yeah. maybe you should, you know, do your own thing instead of doing like hmm. the Butlerian jihad and trying to explain all of the fucking history of the Dune. who and like, the what. Now I just you know it's all in my head. <laughs> it's a, it's a it's a cancer in my brain. Uh, but yeah, so where were we in Throne of Blood? What's going on? Um, they so killed the king. Yeah, they, they, is, it's a very tense, like, mm-hmm. um, situation because he never really wanted to, um, Mifune, but he, he was convinced to do so by his wife mm-hmm. and you don't even see the actual assassination. Yeah, he it's just like goes all, over. Yeah, it's all off screen, but it, yeah. it is very tense because like he's doing it. He's he's taking out the king, and then um, everyone's all drugged out. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. Asagi, Asagi, uh, mm. like drugged the guards basically. Yeah. with sake, and uh, and ended up like putting the murder weapon in like one of their arms and like yeah, framing and them, thereby getting blood on her hands as well. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and then, uh, and then he straight up murders the guard who comes up when he wakes up. He doesn't even know what right. happened. Yeah. He's like, Hey, what the fuck's going on? And then he's just like, like murder of the king. Him. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's fair that people are going to have maybe some questions about what happened. It's just such a like ramshackle little assassination, you know, uh, that they did. Uh, yeah, and then, uh, yeah, and after that, it's kind of all the fallout because, uh, Washizu is now the, the lord of the fort, and, <laughs> oh boy, yeah, we gotta talk about this scene. Yeah. This wild, like, dinner party scene where he loses his mind. Um, I mean, that's kind of the Because he finally thing. gets the power that he, that he wanted, but it, it comes at the cost of his own sanity, as yeah. we can probably say is the themes of many Shakespeare uh, yeah. uh, uh, plays, you know, because mm-hmm. uh, he he can't help but be haunted. Because, like, you can... I mean, the spirits are mainly just... Uh, they're mainly just metaphors, like personified metaphors that yeah. show that, you know, regret mm-hmm. and re- regret of, like, your past... Uh, moral misdeeds will haunt you no matter what co- good consequence you're looking for. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I mean, yeah. in in this one, it's very much uh, ambition and greed, right? It's like it's it's very much like hanging over him to the point where the spirit shows up again at this uh, this kind of he throws like a dinner party kind of type thing where they're all hanging out and he's waiting on Miki and Miki's uh, son to show up, but they never do. And he keeps being like, where the fuck are they? What's going on? Why aren't they here? And then he kind of, he starts losing it a little bit and he sees the spirit show up in Miki's place. Yeah. Uh, it's super creepy. It's really creepy. Cause yeah, the spirit looks different in this scene. It's like the spirit really does like, it looks like Miki almost. Yeah. 
Oh, it does, I guess. Yeah. yeah, that's who it's like modeled after. But yeah, the lighting is intense on him and he's like has different makeup on he's than all the other. He's smiling a little bit. It's kind yeah. Of gross. Yeah. It's really creepy. Uh and and he kind of freaks out. He like pulls out his sword and he's like like fight me. And dog. everyone else is just watching this insane guy yeah. swing his sword around. Like what the fuck's going on? Yeah. He even says like I'll kill you again. Oh yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like oh no, he just he just mm-hmm. said what he already did, <laughs> yeah. you know? And then she's just saying, like, his... his hey, hey, he's fucked up. He's drunk. He's, he's shit-faced. He's shit uh, Yeah, and, and yeah, he kind of uh, fucks himself over a little bit there. Oh, God, I forgot this happens. It's Yeah, we got it playing in the background. They deliver fucking Miki's head. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... Because he sent an assassin to get... Mike yeah. and his son, but the son got away because he listened to the horse. Maybe the horse was bucking, and he said, "That's a bad omen. We shouldn't oh, be like shit." Doing. That's right. I yeah. guess I didn't. Yeah, I guess Mike ignored that it. Dog. Yeah, and yeah. Then he's the one who got like his head chopped off. Yeah, so they like bring his friend's head in. Uh, yeah, and at this point, yeah, he's like lost it. Um, he. Everything's just falling apart. Like yeah, it's, it's just totally falling apart at this point. Just filled with regret and shame. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's it's all just the tragic shit now where it's like uh, his his wife tells him like soon after the scene we're seeing play out on screen, like uh, she loses the baby. Yeah, they it tell was a stillborn. It's stillborn. Stillborn. And yeah. that's like, well, there goes that fucking plan. As well, yeah, exactly. It just keep, and then she's like going crazy because she can't get the seemingly blood off of her hands, and mm-hmm. she's constantly washing. Washing. Yeah, that was a really creepy scene too mm-hmm. of her like washing her very clean hands, and him being like, "What the fuck is going the, on?" The actress said she she practiced that a lot at home, which is really cute. <laughs> it was super cute. She I said, like that. Like yeah. I, I have to imagine the the blood and the viscosity. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. Yeah. She put in the put she, in the work. She's like someone. She's like you wish that she was like your little Japanese grandma. Yeah, you know? dude. Her, <laughs> yeah, I was just I brought like up, in real life, not 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 Lady Macbeth. Oh that no, you don't want her. Yeah, you do not want her as but your grandma. The for actress, sure. charming. Yeah. Uh, her her career, that actress. Yeah, anything uh, was you eight know? decades long. Wow. 80 fucking years she worked, which is like got to awesome. be, yeah. it's got to be one of the longest. Uh, Did she work as a kid? That's why? Careers. Uh, yeah, I think Maybe so. Maybe as a teen or something. Yeah. yeah, 1917 to 2012 she lived. Wow. That is so wild. Uh, I'm trying to see. Japanese people, their life expectancy is like really high. So Yeah, they live a long time. I don't know how they smoke cigarettes. That's true. Maybe because they're maybe because they have a sense of purpose. <laughs> maybe that, yeah. So I mean, she's in she's in Yojimbo. Uh, she's in a lot of like samurai movies. Nothing. It's all it's all Japanese. Like she stayed in in Japan uh, her entire career. Um, but yeah, I mean, she's she's great in this and. Uh, yeah, I mean, essentially her and Washizu are like losing their minds kind of at the end of this. And, uh, and that's when shit really hits the fan. And oh, I wanted to, I wanted to like hit home the fact, uh, how tragic it is that he had Miki killed 
you know, her losing the baby made that completely unnecessary. Yeah. Like, which is, yeah, which is, you know, super depressing to think about where it's like, okay, I've got to kill my friend, but that will just, you know, my son's going to come and he's going to be the heir. And that's like why we're doing that. And then, you know, the, the baby dies, killed her friend for nothing. You're just in a whole mess of shit now. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. yeah, nothing's working out. Yeah. Nothing's working out. Mm. Your plan is going to complete shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then it all just fucking caves in at the end, basically. Uh, I'm trying to think if like we're missing anything else. See my notes here. If I put down anything interesting. Well, the, uh, Kurosawa had told them to use the no mask as inspiration for their acting. Um, so, Oh Yeah. You know, the the Japanese theater yeah. style, yeah. So like, uh, Mifune has that. He, his just looks very like like. Wrath, oh, now you know? that you yeah. say, yeah, now that yeah. you say that, I see what you mean. Because yeah. yeah, I've se- I've seen those masks. Like I know what yeah. that what that looks like, and he's he has that like face fear on. Fear and of anger the, is the main yeah. emotion that he gives off. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, his wife, Lady Macbeth, also has the. Um, creepy, creepy, like ambitious, devious eyes. Uh, she actually tried, the actress tried to put gold dust in her eyes because one of the masks that Kurosawa Mm -hmm. recommended had gold eyes. Oh, interesting. Huh. I mean, mean, like I get it. Cause like, you know, being ambitious, right? Like looking at yeah. the gold the gold in their eyes but yeah i mean don't hurt yourself lady <laughs> and also it's like black it's going to be white. black and white yeah. so i mean yeah you know i don't know hey how. she's a true character actor huh yeah i guess so a real a real we'll jared leto <laughs> a real jared leto uh <laughs> the little things now streaming on hbo max oh man uh don't watch it. It's bad. Um, you didn't even finish it, did you? No, I got 20 minutes in. It's the worst edited movie I've seen since Bohemian Rhapsody, probably. Yeah. Um, Is that a hot take? I don't I don't think it's a hot take. People seem to not like this movie, but Leto's getting fucking no, acting I mean, Bohemian Ra- Rhapsody. Oh, uh, I mean, it was kind of a the butt of many jokes uh, that Oscar season of like... It Oscar suck. Hashtag editing. Oscar suck. I mean, Oscar suck. Oscars, Golden Globes are even worse somehow. If you could, yeah, if you could even make anything worse than the Oscars. You'd, yeah, that's that's what it is. It's all just these these coastal elites. These coastal elites. Jerking each other off. Yeah. And I'm not even kidding. That's the completely what's happening. Well, like, you know? yeah, and the Golden Globes is like 30 rich European yeah. guys who get to pick their insane... Yeah. Like their comedy uh, films, such like, as oh, the we Martian. love Jared Leto in the uh, the the little the little stuff movie. He's he's good, and let's give him an acting nomination. So it really got nominated. Huh? He did. Yeah, people are like, "What? Uh, okay, he's." I didn't even get to him, so I can't even speak to his. Like his character That's wasn't even funny. in there. You didn't even maybe, maybe he's good. the he's the glue that'll hold that movie together. I don't know. Um, That's so funny. God, yeah, it's wild. Uh, but. The, the Critics' Choice Awards came out recently, and all those are kind of good. Mm. Uh, so I don't know. Award season shit, you know, you know it's awards, always it's a hit or miss. That's how I feel about awards. Yeah. They're just, if you like a movie, you like a movie, right? Whatever. Yeah, you like a movie. Um, <laughs> I, I'll tell you what movie I like, Adam. Mm. 
I like Throne of Blood quite a bit. Yeah, same. That's a good thing. Uh, we're we're in the climax now, um, and uh, it's it's yeah, like it, it's all converging. Like all this yeah. shit is just the spider web is set. Oh, that's yeah, exactly. You know, like he is he is inside of it, and he is all wrapped up, mm-hmm. and there his the trap ha- the the trap of the spirit that they set out. Mm-hmm. Has been set, and Mifune is in the middle, and he he's about to be eaten up by the spider spider right there. Yep, that's a good that's a good fucking metaphor. Uh, yeah, I mean it's you know everybody kind of sees through his shit. Like Miki's son and uh, this guy who was another fort, uh, I think lord or fort leader or something. What was his name? I got it mm-hmm. here. Um, fort leader was it Suzuki. No, no, no. Suz- Porkins. Porkins, Portier, Portkins. that is <laughs> what it is. No, Noriyasu. Noriyasu oh, yeah. was the other one. Um, they kind of team up and they're like, fuck this guy. Something was like, he the guy that afoot. was in Seven Samurai? Noriyasu, let me take a look here. Because like there was the guy at the end who where he um you remember the our favorite yeah. bald guy, yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the leader that is of him. The, that is yeah. him. I, I didn't even piece that together. Yeah. He's the um, leader of the Seven Samurai. Yes. Yeah, so he's, oh, God. Yeah. One of the best fucking characters like, I've I ever love, seen in the yeah. movie. Uh, yeah, he's Noriyasu. So mm. they, they're like, you know, fuck this guy. We need to take our fort back. He, like, mm. killed the king. Uh, he, like, killed your dad. Um, so they go for him. <laughs> Like a casual, well, he killed your dad. Listen, so. he killed your dad, kid. Maybe we so should get him. I don't know. Um, I mean, if you're down, if you know, you're like if, up for it, if you don't got anything going on Friday night, me <laughs> or some pizza, go kill Mufune. Yeah, uh, yeah, and then uh, it's playing out on the screen again. But like Mufune goes back to the spirit. He goes to try to find the spirit, and it's a really fucking creepy scene again, where like you're hearing these like kind of like. Um, What's the, what's the laughter term? like discordant, yeah. Yeah, discordant. Uh, like musical cues and like laughter and it's really creepy and trees and like thunder and and stuff. Um, and then the, the spirit, I think, I think shows back up. Right. And tells him. Hi, you fucking idiot. That's what they just straight up. You're a stupid you're fucking, fucking dumb loser. shit. <laughs> no, uh, I don't think they show up, do they? Uh, no. Oh, that's oh, right. Yo, you'd like see Ooh, creepy. It's so creepy. It's so creepy. It's some real, yeah. yeah the the spirit is just shown like on the uh, yeah the top, and I love how Kurosawa just leaves a little open space for them to run through in the roots of the trees. It, it feels like really modern, honestly. Yeah, I love it. Um, Reminds me of um, uh, Signs with that alien. That just, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I hate I was gonna, that scene, dude. Yeah, it's. Fuck I rewatched that, scene, that movie dude. recently. That movie's really great. I love that movie. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it is very like uh, creepy. And then the, you know, the spirit shows up and he's talking, but the like words aren't really matching his mouth and it's so fucking bizarre. Um, but, uh, oh, okay. Yes. This is what the spirit says, uh, is that he's like, you will always be that's so God, it's so creepy. Yeah. The face, so whoever good. does that old man is just, or it's gotta or be maybe. makeup too. Like yeah, it's a, it's, it's a whole bunch of stuff. Creepy. I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's like, you will always be the king unless the forest moves. Hmm. And Washizu's like, oh, 
the forest moves. I've got yeah. this in the fucking bag. Like, I'm good. And it's like a little wink. Mm-hmm. Wink, wink. And uh, you'll never be defeated in battle. So Ishizu's like, mm. I'm going to, I'm going to, fuck it. We're going to like head right, like head on into this battle. It's I'm gonna, never going to be defeated. Yeah. And it's just his ambition gets him fucking killed. Mm-hmm. He gets greedy with it. And he thinks he's like all powerful at this point. Yeah. He thinks he knows, he thinks he knows nature. Mm-hmm. And he don't because nope. it's, it's so, he, he's already losing like, the command of his army. Mm-hmm. People don't really like him anymore. Yeah. He's trying to get them rallied up for, you know, for battle. And he's like, the spirit told me, you know what they said? They said that the forest is going to move. Mm-hmm. And that's stupid. That's pretty much what he's like. Yeah, he's exactly. Yeah. And I, I'm going to, so we're going to, we're going to beat him. And he tries to rally them up. Them up. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, when he looks out in the window, mm-hmm. you get the great Kurosawa environmental shot of the tree is just like yeah. moving violently. Yeah, just blowing violently yeah. in the wind. Yeah. yeah. And then he starts freaking the fuck out. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, what? What's going on here? Uh, yeah, and then I think pretty soon after that, they, they turn on him. Yeah. Right? They turn they turn on him, and uh, Seven Samurai leader man... Mm-hmm comes in cleverly he has like the trees as camouflage yeah to to go and raid yeah the that's right that's it's very clever yeah it's very funny I, because i i kept being like okay so it's it's clearly the 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 forest is gonna move right but we're not gonna get some like fucking in, you know the ents attack from two yeah, towers. Yeah, I was like, shit. There's, yeah, there's not gonna. <laughs> yeah, like this movie is is pretty supernatural, but we're not gonna see goddamn trees moving. I almost thought for a second. I was like, I, yeah, are you gonna do that shit? Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll fucking I'll love it if you do, Kurosawa. But yeah, he does the kind of clever thing of like, no, they they you know get under the cover of you know tree branches and things like that, which is. A little silly, but maybe that happened. I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe you don't. Do you know? You don't know m- medieval Japan. I, I haven't read Japan. the Art of War. I, yeah. I don't know how. Uh, yeah, how yeah. battles were waged. Sh- Sun Tzu said, "It one must use trees yeah. to fight war." Art of War. Let me open this up here. <laughs> Chapter one: Trees. Wow. Okay, I was expecting a difference. Yeah. A different thing this here. This is why you're book. not a supreme military commander. <laughs> That's true. I'm. I'm you no Mad Ar- Dog Mattis. Mad Dog. Yeah. <laughs> he he read. He knew. He knows all about the trees. They had the trees in. Uh, you just go up to the Pentagon and say, "Yeah, I read Art of War. Where's my job?" <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> just imagine. Hey, maybe, maybe in 2017. If you get Madrid. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's that's how everyone was hired. Yeah. Hey, I read this book. All right. <laughs> Sounds good to me. You're in. Uh, but but yeah, and then uh, and under the cover of the forest and the trees, they they start enclosing the the fort, and that's when everybody's like, "Fuck this guy!" You know mm-hmm. what? All of his little premonitions, you know, they came true. We're gonna lose this battle because the goddamn forest is closing in on us. Yeah, they're just like a. Hey. Yeah, he was completely wrong about everything, and we don't like him. Yeah, yeah. And, and then you have a fucking great, like, final scene that uh, that we talked a little bit about before the recording here. Yeah. 
but was filmed in a real fucking like pretty wild man way. Real wild man way. Um, Yeah, he gets he gets like (sighs) barrage isn't even the right word. I would say like a torrent of like yeah. A, a downpour, yeah, a down- of fucking arrows. It's fucking shot terrifying. Him. Yeah, like goddamn, like the the scene doesn't. The scene goes on for so. The sequence goes on for so long. Yeah, I can't recall anything like like that in my entire movie like <laughs> watching career where this guy is just getting like yeah, absolutely blasted. Yeah, just. Well, I was telling you, it's it like, reminded it's like me of RoboCop. The, where you yeah, just <laughs> dude, it is like fucking. It's like RoboCop. It's like uh, I was telling you too. It's yeah. like that draft house thing that they show before the movie, where the mm-hmm. guy keeps getting shot over and over and over again to yeah. a comic degree, where it's like almost comic in this if it wasn't yeah. so fucking like tragic. But yeah, you just have like literally dozens, hundreds of arrows being like shot at him. Mm. And the thing that I read, which, you know, you're watching a behind the scenes thing when I came in, but the thing that I read is that those were live arrows, but he was using his hand movements to dictate where he was going to go and therefore where they should like shoot ahead of like where his hands were. And I was like, that is so fucking crazy. But really? the thing about the wires makes a little more sense. Yeah, the yeah. wires had like it had a guideline of where the. Mm-hmm. I don't, I I don't know if I trust any like yeah. Anybody. <laughs> it looks like because just like motherfucking if, if you're arrows being, are just being shot. If at you're Mufune. being like so frenetic, like Mufune is in that scene. Yeah. I just you know I I don't know if I just trust some regular old archers to like. Yeah, you know, pile it on. Other than, it's, I mean, it's if crazy. it is, then I don't know. I yeah. think I think it was wires, though. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah we the thing you're watching did did mention wires. That's got to be. Mm. Yeah, I mean, and obviously he was still like they said in that too. Like he was still very freaked out to where they got shit faced the night that they were done filming it because he was like, "Thank God, mm. I don't have to do that fucking arrow scene anymore." He was dreaming, of, like dreaming about being shot with arrows because <laughs> he's so nervous about it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's great though. And then he, yeah, he gets shot like a dozen times, and then one goes through his neck, and it's a really kind of cool edit where it's yeah. like a it's like a a cut, but it's uh you know pretty cleverly done and, and looks pretty good. It looks really smooth, like an arrow yeah. did penetrate his neck mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, uh, yeah, and then he kind of stumbles away, and uh, we get kind of one final little monologue talking about how ambition was his downfall. And he still stuck through it. Like he still wanted to fight like mm-hmm. as he knew it was the end. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. yeah so ambitious to the end. Yeah. I guess, I guess we can give him that. We can give him that. We can give, we give him, him that. that. Yeah. Um, Wishizu. Uh, but yeah, it's a, uh, it's a pretty, pretty great movie. And, uh, that's, that's throne of blood. Mm. You want to do some final thoughts? Uh, yeah. I, I, I will say that I think I kind of get Macbeth now, thanks to this movie. Yeah. It just seems a lot more simpler uh, to me. Because, uh, like I said, with the, you know, prior Macbeth iterations, I never really got it. Mm-hmm. But I think, like, this makes sense, you know. And I guess it's kind of like a 
a key to unlocking other Shakespeare stuff, you know, if you want to explore Shakespeare more. Yeah. Because Shakespeare doesn't, I mean, he's all about like, he's all about royalty just up to no good. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's a spicy drama that he likes to write about. So, um, as far as his filmmaking goes, like it's, he's only getting better from here. I think this one's just really solid. I, 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 I can't say it's better than Seven Samurai. Seven Samurai is just once-in-a-lifetime movie. Yeah. It's, it's hard yeah. to surpass that. Yeah. I think Rashomon was uh, was more unique, and, you know, I, I kind of prefer Rashomon over Throne of Blood, but Throne of Blood is, 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 is just real fucking solid, a solid movie that you can just pop on and... Mm-hmm enjoy you know yeah yeah Yeah. uh i think that it is uh yeah like you said about macbeth and shakespeare um i would love i I, i'm interested now in watching i don't know what you call this like it's an adaptation but it's kind of like a reimagined adaptation of shakespeare right it's like Like, romeo plus julie juliet i haven't seen that i've always been curious about that i kind of want to watch that you've never seen it no, the the Leo one. Yeah, I haven't. No, Amy hasn't wow. either, and she's the as you guys all know, she's the biggest Leo head. She hasn't seen a bunch of Leo movies, so she's obviously out of all the Leo movies she hasn't seen. She hasn't seen right? Romeo plus Juliet. Yeah, it's it's insane. it's so fucking funny that movie. Yeah, that, like, that movie looks really corny and he's weird because like, they use because fucking what, what's his what's his name the director it's a uh, fucking Boz. Yeah, Boz yeah. Lerman, and he. <laughs> It is all, you know, it's, it's this fucking weird ass like style that I don't even, I can't even describe. This yeah. Boslerman style, which is, I guess, so a testament to him, right? <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, I but, guess. But so. uh, they use this, they use the dialogue straight, like it's the same dialogue as, uh, that's so as Shakespeare. Odd, yeah. And then it, 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 the funniest line, <laughs> and then they're, like, I can't even, I can't even. Okay, yeah. so. <laughs> They have like quick zoom ins because I guess it's Lur- Boz wants to do that stuff and it's the 90s. He's flashy. Yeah, yeah he's, he's flashy. very flashy. Uh, and there's a one scene where I guess I forgot it was the Capulet or the other guy, but like it was like one of the main guys. Mm-hmm. And he's like, get me, get, get me my broadsword. And then the camera zooms in on this machine gun that says broadsword underneath it. Because they're not going <laughs> to use swords because it's guns nowadays. Yeah. That's so fucking goofy. It's the Jesus goofy. Christ. I mean, like, I get it, but it's also fucking hilarious that yeah. they have to call it the broadsword because you can't. Yeah, that's so interesting. Yeah, because uh, how English or American or whatever, I feel like directors and writers, I, I feel like they feel that they have to use his written language, right? Whereas yeah. well, somebody you have to, because yeah. if you're doing English, then cause he has a cadence to it. Yeah. Whereas yeah. when you're a Japanese director, He's, it's like, fuck it. Yeah. You do whatever the fuck I'm going to, I'm going to take the, the skeleton of the story, adapt it into, you know, a similar kind of zone, which is like feudal Japan as to like, you know, Scotland in a, a later period in history, but, uh, yeah, I, I just, I, this is a long way of saying getting yeah. around to like, 
I'd be I'm really interested now in like uh, seeing uh, adaptations like reimagined adaptations of Shakespeare. And I think I might like seek some out now because I just to understand like the stories a little better, you know, yeah. because if I watch like Branna, you know, our, our friend Ken's uh, Hamlet. Yeah. I, I might have the, the, you know, same reaction that you did with Macbeth, which is like, I'm kind of bouncing off of this because this is very, you know, singular and very old school, you know? Mm. Um, but I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'm interested basically. All I'm saying is I'm, I'm, I'm uh, Shakespeare curious now. Uh, Shakespeare's Shakespeare's. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, as far as throne of blood, I, I think it's, um, I really enjoyed watching it. Uh, I, I think it's, you know, it's, it's not, it's not, I think I liked it a little more than Rashomon, less so than, than, um, Mm. uh, seven samurai. That movie is just like a staggering achievement. Yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's really good and it's, it's cool that we're checking out one of, one of his few kind of like Shakespeare adaptations. Um, you know, since, since Shakespeare was such a big, uh, I guess, influence on him. Uh, and yeah, as far as, uh, you know, the, the filmmaking goes, it's, it's cool that he has the, like I caught a little bit of, I think in your documentary, you're watching the kind of like the no style where you have these very kind of still like theater like scenes, but you have like very dynamic stuff, like the birds flying in that one scene where they're a bad omen, which Mm. we didn't really talk about, but, um, and just kind of like having a lot more dynamic movement in the frame where like that's his touch as like a director, as a movie director coming into like a more traditional, like theatrical kind of, uh, you know, production, I guess. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's really great. Mifune is, is, is Mifune is fucking great yet again. He's, he's being like, this is him being like super theatrical. Like he's playing goddamn Macbeth essentially. And, uh, and it's, uh, it's great. Lady Macbeth is great too. And, uh, yeah. And I, I really love all of the, the, I think all the, my favorite stuff is, is all the spirit stuff because he's like really doing some, some interesting filmmaking that's like, uh, that I haven't really seen from Mm -hmm. him or mid Mm -hmm. Rashomon, I guess, but he's doing some really like inventive stuff there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Throne of Blood. It's great. Check it out. Uh, if if you're ever in like a English class, and your teacher, if you're if 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 you, if you ever happen to be in an English class, yeah, which like who am I talking to? Like a fifteen year old, like a thirty year old man. <laughs> it, hey, thirty year old males, yeah. if you happen to be in English class, then or if you you're in be, college, you should be a teacher. Yeah. Oh, hey, that that's the pivot, right? Yeah. Like if you're an English teacher, yeah. And you in your class reads Macbeth, put on fucking Throne of Blood. Oh, honestly, of blood. like that should be the the version of Macbeth you maybe show him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. Any other thought? I, that's my final thought. I mean, well said. Well said. Throne uh, of Blood. I I think like the whole. Sh- I'll do a quick Chef's Corner. Oh yeah, just Here a quick go. one. Yeah. Um. Imagine having an old English delicacy that's been around for. Too long. Bangers and mash, if you will. No, what's one even older? Let me let me find Bangers and Mash, huh? I don't know why that was the first one that came. I mean, it sounds fun. Old British meals is what I'm typing in. <laughs> what, what, what could you possibly fish and chips? Okay, I mean, Bangers and Mash, number two. 
A full English breakfast. Sunday I've, roast. I've had an English breakfast. Pretty good. Dude, I see pictures of that on Reddit, and I'm like, yeah. God damn it. That was the first thing Luis and I had when we landed. In, uh, it's so in much, London. right? Like It's, it's so a lot, much but it was it's delicious. God yeah. damn, I'm so jealous. That sounds so yeah. good. Uh, toad in the hole. And what I was going to say. What is that? I don't know. Let me What's a toad in the hole? It sounds fucking gross. The, fun, the, the thing is, like, English people, English cuisine sucks. <laughs> like, straight up. Like, I'm not going to even lie to you. Like, they're not, like, no one knows England for their fucking cuisine. Like, let's not. That's like, true. They have. It's all bland shit. Well, the one that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say for this yeah. movie is maybe the one that's good. But first, toad in the hole. This sounds fucking gross. Uh, a traditional English dish consisting of sausages and Yorkshire pudding batter, usually served with onion gravy and vegetables. Get the fuck out of here. That sounds terrible. Yeah. Gross. Uh, shepherd's it, pie is the one I was going to say for this. I feel like it's a pretty good. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, English cuisine sucks. Yeah. I'll just say that. And well, yeah. Shakespeare doesn't suck, but let's just for, for sake of argument, say that English, English mm-hmm. cuisine is good for once. <laughs> and that was an old tried and true, like, you know, dish. Yeah. You don't like shepherd's pie. Shepherd's pie is good. It's got mashed potatoes on top. I'm not a mashed potato. Well, yeah, I am. We'll go get shepherd's pie sometimes. Good. Yeah, it's carby. Um, yeah. Well, the thing is, like, English cuisine is really, like, heavy and bland because of, like, mm-hmm. where, because where they're at. Yeah, yeah. Like, what, what else are they going to They don't have spices. Yeah. I mean, they have their curries, but that's because of their relationship well, with India and well, stuff. Well, that's yeah. why Indian cuisine got so popular because it was like the exact opposite of like what yeah they were like holy shit what is this now let's just have this everywhere now yeah that's what they did yeah Yeah, that's Um, interesting but yeah it's just an old classic shepherd's pie Mm -hmm. and uh you 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 feed this to all your english students in high school (laughs) yeah (laughs) and uh instead you try you, you Instead, um, you try a Japanese variant. That's a little easier yeah. to eat. It's not as complex as the uh, the old way of doing it, old, old English way of doing it, which is yeah. not wrong. Mm-hmm. It's just a different way that's a little bit more palatable and digestible for your stomach in a Japanese like yeah. flavor palette. Yeah, you swap a few things out to make it more... Uh you know, kind of culturally relevant to the, you know, mm-hmm. the Japanese chef who's uh, put, you know, piecing He's it together. He's taking it on, yeah. And, and ultimately, he uh, he improves upon it. <laughs> 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 or he at least, made, yeah, like he you said, palatable. palatable. He makes, like, the that's, most that's kind all. of yeah. accessible uh, version of shepherd's pie, I think. Yeah. yeah. That's this movie, good. Japanese yeah. Shepherd's Pie. Japanese Shepherd's Pie. Uh, on that note, uh, yeah, do we mm. have... Do you have any um, uh, plug a Rooney's? I don't know me, cinema. We were talking about Lion King. I don't know the I words. feel like um, that's racist. I know. I didn't want to like start saying things and like get myself yeah. uh, shut down. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, uh, listen to all the Delphin Pod shows. Listen to the uh, uh, oh, the countdown to Skywalker stuff is still going on. Um, 
It is still called that despite us doing a book club on the Light of the Jedi. Uh, I think by the time this comes out, the like third or fourth episode, we're like most of the way through the book. Uh, episode is probably dropped there. Go listen to that. Um, you know, read that book or get it on Audible, whatever. Uh, also, there the Marvel show, as I so delicately call it, the Marvel it, show, uh, which is something I keep forgetting. The Countdown to Infinity. Uh, they are going over the Wandavision episodes. Yeah, uh, should I just yeah. scream out the spoiler? Oh, don't you spoil you spoil it for yourself? No, I just saw someone post something. Oh, people are, yeah. I ruined it for, uh, for Drew, How do you actually. fucking, when I saw it, yeah. I was like, oh, f- okay. Yeah. Like, I wasn't even mad, I wasn't even mad about it. I was just like, yeah, of course. <laughs> you know, like, why wouldn't they? Yeah. Eventually. They, they had, they can. They, they, so they did. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, listen to that podcast, uh, that, that one's still going. Revenge of the Sequel might be on a, a brief pause, but... Uh, you know, subscribe to all those are all good shows and uh, and cover stories. Yeah. And uh, do we have anything else? Nope. Um, we're still we're still trying to figure out uh, Arab Larry screening right now. We'll keep it posted. Yeah. Is it okay to say that on recording? I know we say that a lot. I think it's fine. I think what? it's probably fine. Arab Larry. I think it's fine to say on recording. Why? I I don't know. Just you is know. it what? what I, don't know, feel, I don't know if it's like it problematic bad? or not. It might oh, be. <laughs> Lawrence of I Arabia. Guess so. uh, I guess Arab Larry does sound kind of bad. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I think it's, it's funny. It, it is. I I I liked when it, it's yeah, a, I, I mean, when you say Arab Larry is about a white guy, so you know that's that's true. Fine. That's true. Um, yeah. yeah. So we are. It's it's a long shot, but we have kind of an idea for something cool for Lawrence yeah. of Arabia. I don't know if it's going to work out or what's going to happen, but we. Well, you'll find out, I guess, yeah, because it's the next episode that you guys will hear. we'll find out. Yeah, and we'll find out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, next week uh, is going to be Lawrence of Arabia. We are going to have an old guest on, and uh, you can just wait to listen to the podcast. Yeah, he's, that is. He, he's, he's a, a spirit from... from uh, yeah. He's a spirit from Throne of Blood. From the Throne scary, of Blood, the scary spirit, spirit. The scary spirit is going to join us. Yeah. He's going to predict our futures, mm-hmm. and uh, we are going to tragically follow them and probably get ourselves killed. And he'll be technically true. And it will take. He's a be fucking true. asshole. <laughs> yeah, you're going to kill me, and my son is going to be the 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 owner of your apartment. I don't know what the I don't the, know the owner comparison. of my apartment that I don't even <laughs> own that I pay rent on. <laughs> Yeah, things are a little more boring now these days, I guess. I know. Uh, but yeah, so thanks so much for listening, guys. Uh, you know, start Lawrence of Arabia now. Uh, it's a long one. Get ready for that one. But a, but a good one. It's a good one. And uh, yeah, and we will talk to you guys next week. Bye-bye. See ya. Be-oh.